0: a question. You might think about this every once in a while. Does God really hear me? Does he really hear me? Does he have his ears open? When I speak, does he hear me? Does he hear the words that I speak to him? Can you remember a time when you asked your parents for something and you didn't get it? Think about, think about when you were a kid, think about yesterday, think about a month ago, We all ask our parents or something, and sometimes we don't get it. When I was a kid, I remember uh, there were things that I wanted as a kid, and and there's a lot of things I wanted as a kid, kid. Uh, and one of them was, when I came out here, I'm from Dallas, Texas, if you guys didn't know that, a little backstory about me, Uh, yeah, give it up for Dallas, I like it. so we came out here on vacation once, and that's where I fell in love with California and I wanted to move out here. But we came out on vacation, and one of my cousin's friends, my cousin lives out here, one of his friends, we were at his house, and he had this really cool uh, video game system. And this was before Xbox and before PlayStation. Uh, and this game console doesn't even exist anymore. The company still exists, but doesn't the, the console itself doesn't exist. And this console was a Panasonic 3DO. This was the coolest. Uh, there it is on the screen. This was the coolest video game system. Look at that controller. It's so simple. Now there's like a million buttons on it, uh, on the uh, controllers these days. I wanted this con- uh, console so bad. It had my favorite games on it. It had Gex, which was like a lizard that crawled around and fought, fought bad guys and had Awesome one-liner line, one uh, jokes. Uh, it was the coolest thing, and I wanted this console so bad. So I begged my mom. I remember like it was yesterday. Uh, my the, my cousin's friend was selling it, and I was like, Mom, this is the perfect opportunity. Uh, I haven't got a video game system in a while. We're, we're going back to Texas soon. Can we just please buy it? Well, needless to say, I didn't get it. She said, no, you know, wait, we'll you know, see what happens, and so I was kind of disappointed. You know, Christmas was coming up. I thought, Mom, that would be a great Christmas present for me. Just please, 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 please. And Christmas rolled around, and I was pleasantly surprised that I got this, the new Sony PlayStation video game console. It was the -the state-of-the-art video games. It had the best graphics, the best games. I remember there was one game uh, I really loved. It was one of my favorite games till this day, called Twisted Metal, and they have, yeah, yeah, you guys know, they have like 20 versions of that game now, uh, because it's been very popular over the years, and you just drive around in your car, and you you like crash through buildings, and blow up other cars, and run over little pixelated people, and it's pretty cool, Uh, so I really love that game, and I was, and I, so I didn't get the 3DO, but then a few months later, I got the PlayStation. so I wanted these things so, so bad. I want I, I begged my mom for that 3DO. I wanted it so bad. Um, and sometimes we feel like parents, teachers, uh, coaches, counselors, uh, we feel like they don't listen to us sometimes. And y- you, you, you try to explain, you try to tell your side of the story and it just seems like they don't hear you. Uh, I'll tell you a story. When I was around your age, Uh, I was really into hockey, and if you guys don't know me, I play hockey, and I coach, and I ref now, but uh, growing up, I was just playing, and I really liked hockey, and there was this camp in Minnesota that I really, 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 really wanted to go to, and it was a lot of money. It was like $1,000, but it was like one of the best summer camps uh, in America to to go play hockey and learn hockey, and I had my sights set on uh, high school hockey and then after that, uh, college hockey, and so this camp was going to be the way that I went above and progressed above everybody else at my age, uh, and I thought it was going to be like, I thought, really thought I was going to go, so I asked my parents, and I talked to them, and they almost immediately was like, no, you know, it's not going to happen, we can't do that, you know, it's too expensive, so they said no, but The good thing was, they said no at that point, but the good thing was, for me not going to that camp, that made it possible for me to play high school hockey, because if they paid for that camp, we wouldn't have had any money uh, left over to pay for me to play all those years in high school. So it turned out for the better, because I played high school hockey, I made friends, and that propelled me to keep playing throughout my life. And eventually, I started coaching and refereeing, and I've had an amazing, have an amazing experience uh, and experiences coaching hockey. Um, if you guys follow the Ducks, who's a Ducks fan in here? Who likes the Ducks? Yes, yes. Um, who likes the Kings? All right, you can leave. You can leave. You can leave. Okay, so I'm just kidding. You don't have to leave. Um, so, I'm a huge Ducks fan. Have been a Ducks fan. Since they came into the league uh, in 93, and one of my favorite players was Temu Solani. And because I grew up in high school hockey and I fell in love with the game, when I moved out here, I, through God's grace, I was able to coach Temu Solani's kids in junior ducks, And that's like the coolest thing. And if I just went to that one camp and didn't have money to play high school hockey, maybe I wouldn't have fell in love with hockey uh, and played all those years. So it's just cool how that worked out. Uh, Think about something that you have asked for and you wanted and you didn't get, whether it's concert tickets or whether it's uh, video games or Disneyland pass or, you know, Taylor Swift at your 28th birthday party, you know, that didn't happen. So uh, hopefully 32nd, Taylor Swift be at my birthday party um so think about those kinds of things that you didn't get and when you asked for those things do you think your parents didn't hear you do you think they were just kind of blowing you off or or they didn't have time or or they just thought your opinion didn't matter um well the cool thing is that god always hears you god always has his ears open i mean look at these ears these are some big ears And I got made fun of when I was growing up for my ears because they were always big. But God has like the biggest ears ever. And he hears every single word that you say, every single word that you pray to him. And that's the coolest thing because God always hears you. Prayer is the way God hears you. When you sit down and pray and when you speak to him in conversation, prayer is the, the way that God hears you. He hears what's on your heart. He hears what's on your mind. Um, if you guys have a Bible, um, I would like you guys to turn to Colossians 4.2, chapter 4, verse 2. The slide's going to be up here. Uh, it's on page 1181 in the bi- uh, Bibles that we have on the carts. I'll give you guys a second to turn to that. So, Colossians 4.2 says, devote yourself to prayer with an alert mind and thankful heart. So think about that. Let that marinate a little bit. Devote yourself. What's devotion mean? Devotion means taking time. It means means dedicating time, dedicating effort, really digging into prayer. Devote yourself. Really be a part of it. Really have prayer become a part of who you are. Devote yourself. And then being an alert, uh, pray with an alert mind and thankful heart. So when you're praying, it's not just saying stuff and it's meaningless and God, I want this, God, I want that, amen. It's really praying with an alert mind of this is what I really want. I consciously am talking to God and being, thank- and being thankful about what you're praying for and being thankful for God about the stuff you're praying for. So when we're praying, and you're doing it with an alert mind and a thankful heart, that just ups the experience you have with prayer. And so there's two kinds of prayers. There's a Santa Claus prayer, which is, oh, I want this. It's surfacey stuff. It's, I want, you know, this meaningless thing and this meaningless thing. And it's kind of like, I want, want, want. Santa, bring me this. Santa, I've been a good boy or good girl this year. And I want, give me, give me, give me. And that's not a good way to pray. The second kind of prayer is the sit and listen type of prayer. And the sit and listen type of prayer is you take time. To separate yourself from your friends, from your family, go into a room, turn your phone off, get rid of all distractions, and really take time to sit and pray and say out loud the things that are on your heart and on your mind, and then sit there and listen. So when you're done praying, God, you know, this is on my mind, I pray for this person, I just pray that this happens. After that happens, you just sit and you, pr- and you listen. Sit in silence. Hear what he has to say to you. Hear the things he's putting into your heart. Really feel what your heart is trying to tell you. That's the sit and listen. So when we devote ourselves to prayer, awesome things happen. When we really devote time to sit, and listen to prayer, things happen. you know that devote that word devote uh, you can you can devote yourself to a lot of things, and one of the things i've been devoting myself uh, to lately is Pokemon Go. I love Pokemon Go, yeah, I love Pokemon Go. It is the coolest game since Pokemon, and i i'm ecstatic when I was so Pokemon Go came out because it's the 20th year of Pokemon, and so I was 11, I was your age when Pokemon Go, or Pokemon came out, and I I still have my cards and I'm buying a five-star zip-up binder, I, yeah, he's seen them, the guys that were at Mancation saw them, and I have all the video games, all the Game Boy games, and I uh, am not embarrassed to say I'm watching the first season right now on Netflix, so... Yeah, so if you're not watching, you should watch. But Pokemon Go, I've devoted myself to Pokemon Go. I've spent so many hours playing and walking around Mariners, catching Charmanders and Parises and Rattatas and all those kinds of things. Yeah, Charmander fan over here. Where's the Charmander, Charmander fan? Char- yeah, he, he loves Charmander. So I've devoted myself to this game. And I was thinking, like, what if what if we devoted ourselves to prayer the way we devoted ourselves to Pokemon Go. What if, what if we took the same, I'm not saying replace Pokemon Go with prayer, because we can do both, but what if, we, what if we took the time, what if we took those one or two hours a day that we spent playing Pokemon Go, and we actually spent one, and two, one or two hours praying? What if we secluded ourselves and went to a quiet place for an hour or two, and we really prayed? And we devoted ourselves to prayer. What would that look like? Um, I want you guys to turn your Bibles now to 1 uh, Thessalonians uh, chapter 5. The slide going to be up here. Chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 through 18. So in your Bibles, the ones we have here, uh, it's on page 1187. It's right around the corner from uh, Colossians 1. And 1 Thessalonians says, Always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ. So a few things to note. Always be joyful. Always be joyful. And that sentence kind of coincides with be thankful in all circumstances. So always be joyful in all circumstances and have thanks. So even when things don't go your way, be joyful. There's a reason that's happening. Be thankful in that circumstance because you might be learning a lesson out of it that will make you a better person, that will make your future circumstances better. Never stop praying. I like this one. Now, that doesn't mean don't do anything else and just pray 24-7. You know, don't eat. You should pray. Don't go play sports. You should pray. Never stop praying means it should be consistent. It should be every day, every week. Don't let months go between prayer. Don't let months or years go between personal time with you and God. Always, always pray. Never stop. I love this verse. It's so simple, yet it says a lot. Um, So... Bible says in this it's God's will. So if you see that sentence is for this is God's will. That is awesome. Isn't that awesome? Like that he tells you he tells you to pray. He wants you to pray. He says, "Come to me and pray. I will hear you." He it's like it's like no, like uh you know, if you want to pray, uh, you know, it's cool uh, if you have time. Um, it's not, oh, hey, uh, pray to me, but if I'm, if I'm busy, you know, I'll get to it later. Uh, it's not like, hey, uh, you know, Justin Herman's praying over here about more hair on his head. I'll, I'll deal with you later. I got to deal with him. It's not that kind of thing. It's I want you to come and pray to me. It's my will for you to come and pray for me. Like, how awesome is that? God wants to hear you. God wants to hear you. He wants you to come and pray. He wants to have that alone time uh, with you. So what did we learn from these two passages? We learned a few things. We learned to pray continuously. Do it continuously. Do it constantly. We also learned to be uh, thankful in all circumstances, even when we don't get our way, because it is hard sometimes when you go through a situation, you pray for something, you don't get it, it's hard to get frustrated or angry, but you gotta remember, you don't always get what you want at that certain time, or even at all, because maybe there's something better for you, and prayer is God's will. He wants you to come pray. So the big idea for today is God really does hear us. When we pray, he really does hear us. He opens his heart he opens his ears and he hears the words coming out of your mouth. He hears the, the prayers coming out of your heart about whatever's going on in your life. You know, right now, uh, my family's having uh, some problems uh, with health and my nana is uh, uh, having some eye issues. She's bleeding internally and externally and she can't see and it's a, it's a real stress on the family. Uh, my my. Aunt and uncle, uh, the people who raised me and brought me to church every Sunday, uh, uh, my aunt is having—she has a tumor in her hip, and so it's really, like, stressful for them. And so my family's going through hard times, but he wants us to pray about that kind of stuff. He hears my prayers. I set time uh, alone, and I I pray, and I ask uh, for his will to be done— in their lives, and when you pray the way God intended it, through these, like the verses said, when you pray the way he intended it, you'll start to see things happen in your life, things start changing for the better in your life, they start getting more positive, you start start seeing things differently, you go about situations differently in a more positive manner, and you start feeling his love for you. You know, you start seeing how God doesn't answer your prayers right away because maybe it's not the right timing. Maybe there's another season for that prayer. Maybe you need to learn something. Maybe you have to mature, get older, or go through life lessons. Or maybe there's something better for you. Maybe he's, he's not answering your prayer because he's got something that's way better. Just like my mom didn't get me that 3DO, there was something better at Christmas, and that better thing was a PlayStation, and I was so excited about it. And you'll have a better relationship with Jesus. When you start praying like God intended, you'll start becoming closer to Jesus, and that's the best thing ever. You'll start having a better relationship where you can talk to Him, you'll feel more comfortable with Him, and you'll really start to hear Jesus. And you'll better understand, because God is our Father, and He's the ultimate parent. So you'll start understanding your parents better and why they do the things they do. Because that relationship with God and Jesus will give you some certain understanding in how your parents think and why they do the things that they do. So what if we all prayed? What if we all prayed and took more time to pray what if the world took more time to pray and prayed more often what if every single person how what would that look like we'd have better communities better homes right we'd have stronger relationships and we'd have less violence and the list goes on and on and on so what if we all sat down and prayed Um, what if tomorrow morning you woke up and you made a decision that I'm going to pray more from now on. This time, this moment, this day, I'm going to set a certain time and pray. After breakfast, this is going to be the start of something new. This is going to be the start of my everlasting pursuit in my relationship with God. I'm going to pray so constantly, it's going to be ridiculous. What if that happened? What if you did that? What if you woke up tomorrow And after breakfast, you said, Mom, hey, uh, I'm going to go into my room for 10, 15 minutes, and I'm just going to pray. What would that look like? How would your life change? How much better would your day be if you started off praying? How much more positive would it be? How much more happier would you be? If you went to school after praying in the morning, you would look at things differently. You would go about your situations at school differently. Wouldn't that be awesome if you just woke up and made a decision to pray more and more often? I encourage you guys to do this. I encourage you guys to set time every day and pray more, pray more often. And there's a a few ways you can do this. It's going to be a prayer on the screen. The first thing is going to be you can pick... A certain time to pray you just set a time to pray like I said it could be after breakfast it could be on the way to school it could be after dinner before you go to bed but set a certain time to pray get into a rhythm get into a rhythm like okay 730 rolls around I'm gonna pray before I go to school so I can start my day off right the second thing is you can put pick a certain place Pick that place that you're familiar with, that you love to go to, your Fortress of Solitude. Who's Superman? Who likes Superman in here? Yes, Superman. He has a Fortress of Solitude. Find your own Fortress of Solitude. Go there and pray. Put your phone on silent. Turn it off. Tell your parents you're going to be there. Hey, I would, I would rather not have any distractions. And just go to your Fortress of Solitude and pray. And just have that quiet time with God and really devote yourself to it. And the third thing is pick a certain amount of time. If you guys aren't really familiar with with prayer and you guys haven't prayed a lot, take five minutes a day. That's not a lot of time. That's like the blink of an eye. Take five minutes to pray and really devote yourself and and get into the uh, prayer. If you guys are veterans of prayer and you guys have been praying most of your life and you're really good at it and you pray 10, 15 minutes a day, I challenge you to up that. Go 30 minutes a day. Whether it's 15 minutes in the morning or 15 at night or if it's 30 minutes all at once. Set a specific time uh, to pray. So as the band comes up, I'm going to encourage you guys to do that. I want you guys to really think about how God really does hear you. Sometimes we think he doesn't. Sometimes he doesn't answer our our prayers. And we think he's not listening. But he really does. Think about those times that you asked for something and God did hear your prayers. At the bottom of your note cards our prayer cards. I encourage you guys to fill those out. And we have a couple prayer boxes in the back. So fill out those cards. Write what's on your heart. And drop those cards in the boxes in the back, and our staff and leaders will pray for you. If you feel like you need to talk to somebody now and, ha- and pray with them now, we're going to have leaders in the back on both sides, boys and girls, and I encourage you guys to go pray with them. If something's on your mind, if you want them to pray for you, they're going to be back there. So go back there and talk to your leaders if you, if you feel like you, if you need to, Okay?
1: Hey guys, hey so guys. we're going to so be seeing Holy people. Spirit, and I was looking through the Bible trying to find a verse for this song, and I found um, Acts, Acts one eight. It says, but you receive power when the Holy yesterday. Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem in all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And we just need to remember that we don't need popularity or friends or just... Um, bad things like drugs and alcohol. We just need God and the Holy Spirit within us to be powerful and be witnesses for Him. So, sing this with us. Okay, let's pray. Dear Lord, just please help us learn how to pray to you and that all we need f- to for your love is the Holy Spirit and just to know you and help us all to have great days and the rest of the weekends and to just be with you for the rest of our time on earth and go to heaven with you. Amen. Thank you for coming, to church. We'll see you next weekend.